All right, welcome back to the Dabbler Cast. The Dabbler Cast is the podcast of the Dabbler Farm, and I am your host, John Larson. Dabbler Farm can be found at dabblerfarm.org, uh, where you can see the latest goings on and um, follow the other uh, things that we are doing. This is the uh, next in my uh, prequel series of podcasts in getting ready for the dabbler cast here i wanted to lay down what um, our values are what we believe in and uh, what we're trying to accomplish um the next value of our seven values our seven values can be found at the, uh, the dabblerfarm.org website if you go up to the top menu and click on about there is a page dedicated to them and um this is value number six which is community connection um I believe in the mythos of homesteading, this long-running American dream. There is this idea of heading out west, of heading to the hinterlands, of finding your own pristine plot of land, and raising your animals and growing your food and generally going your own way. It's a romantic idea um, um, born of the American dream. Unfortunately, it's probably, in all reality, not real, um, for several reasons. First of all, those people who were heading west um, were oftentimes heading into in old Indian land. Um, the smallpox and other diseases just absolutely decimated the um, Aboriginal Americans of North America and South America. And um, the population reduction was as much as 90% or more in some areas. I can't imagine if you think about your hometown or your family, where you are right now, if nine out of 10 people suddenly died, um, what that would do. It would leave you definitely um, weaker and it would um, leave a lot of place abandoned. And that's the places that we settled into. This is not meant to be a, a disparaging of American history or recounting of Aboriginal history, although both... Um, valuable uh, activities. Um, this is about that idea that you can just go it along alone. Um, in our society, it, it's been pointed out since um, um, for the last 20 years or more that our institutions that we rely on, our clubs, our churches, our bowling leagues, our um, um, civic uh secret societies like the Freemasons and whatever, they've all been in sharp decline, as has been the utilization of public space and public activity, things like fairs and um, and bazaars and festivals. Um, although they haven't disappeared completely, that um, small town connection of people or neighborhood connection for that matter of people who lived in the same area and shared the same um, values and breathed the same air um, that has been on a sharp decline. And in, in filling the gap, what we've seen is a rampant rise of a materialistic culture about consumption, um, you know, fueled by cheap um, goods from around the globe and online shopping, fast fashion, and, and elements that just uh, make it easier to, to spend, to, to stream, to subscribe, to doom scroll than to um, connect with anybody. Um, this 
has had many negative effects. And, you know, I believe it is the chief rising contributor to anxiety, depression, loneliness, and isolation that are an epidemic today. Of course, I'm not, um, you know, that some of these institutions themselves, including um, religious institutions, hold some of the fault um, as they have been manipulative and, and greedy and and tiresome, frankly. Um, I think that the problem is, or the, the solution is, that we actually need other people. If you take a human being and you lock them in um, an isolation chamber, you put them in, um, in um, you know, an isolated lockup, um, and you do it long enough uh, without any contact, almost everyone will go crazy. We are a social species, and we need other people. We need to interact with other people. We need other people to survive. Uh, we are not, in fact, lone predators, but we were um, a, a, a group, a communal organi- organism, and we always have been. Um, so I think that as we try to reimagine how we interact with this planet, how we interact with society, how we interact with one another, um, reaching out and finding the other people is imperative. If we go back to the idea of homesteading, um, it was only when communities formed that people really became um, of, of, of use to another and one another. And, and that, that many of the things you know, that I look out there that we can do you know, like you can make your own soap and you can make your own sauces and you can make your own clothes and you can make your own furniture and you can grow your own food. And all these things are absolutely true. But the reality is nobody has enough time and resources and, and, and education to do them all. So we arose the ability to trade. And I think trading just came out of our communal nature that, that we used to live and, and share and have things in common. Um, and I'm not, I'm not here to advocate for like a full communistic system there. Communism has its problems. I'm just saying that we've moved away from some of our core, core values. So for the farm and, um, in particular for this podcast, what we're trying to do is find other people who share the same kind of values that we do, who share the same goals, who, um, who can get along well enough that we can exchange information. And that might just be at a distance. I'm happy to form relationships with um, other, um, you know, homestead, permaculture, horticulturists, however you want to describe it, in, in Norway or in Costa Rica. That's great. But I also want to develop deep connections of people that are close to me that share the exact same physical environment that I do, the exact same concerns with water, the exact same concerns with, with air and, um, and land, and find ways to, to absolutely move beyond the fossil fuels that um, um, fuel the entire system that we have today. Um, there's an old um, um, African saying, I think it's from Kenya, that says, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. And I, I think that's absolutely um, true, that on your own, you can accomplish all sorts of stuff really quickly to a limit. But if you want it to be really solid, if you want it to last, if you want it to make a difference, you have to do it with other people. Um, 
you know, I, I, I follow the prepper communities and different people um, for most of my life, in part because the fundamentalist religion I grew up in had strong prepping sort of ideals. And I think one of the big mistakes that's 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 made is the assumption that if anything goes wrong, if we run into famine, if we run into war, that everybody is going to um, fall into this... Uh, road warrior, gun-fueled, shootout, battle for resources. Although the the media pushes that sort of message on us a lot, when we look at actual societal breakdown, um, there is war, there is destruction, but what tends to happen more than not is the people tend to band together and the people under the same duress work together to try to solve those problems. And you can read... um, um, First-hand accounts of things like Sarajevo and how the people um, came together and how they shared and how they um, leaned on one another. And that's what gives me more hope, um, that together we can do a lot of things we can't do alone. Together we have purchase power. Together we can, um, we can help shape and help um, um, fund what a single farm does. Together we can help um, wean ourselves off of industrial meat. Together, we can help um, support agriculture locally in ways that makes them less dependent upon global um, networks. Together, we can trade. Um, we can we can share and we can synergize. I've spent a lot of time in the last few years looking at intentional communities, and um, I'm still interested in the idea, sort of the 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 ability of individuals to more share property. Rather than that American, you know, quarter acre in the suburbs where we all have fence, we all have our own little um, slice of heaven, the idea that we do better with commons, with um, shared parks and shared gardens and um, shared walkways and, and that together we can build something much better. I, I jokingly call it the ethos of the elves. Um, if you watch like um, and when, when any fiction where they have elves especially like um uh Tolkien's world um you'll notice that the elves live in opulence um but it's a shared opulence that 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 they live in palaces and grandeur but they're not the property of any one of them they're the property of them all um combined and they have a concept of stewardship instead of ownership and that appeals to me but you can't have stewardship without um, a cast of supporting characters to help you make it through there. So I think ultimately, and one of the reasons I moved um, out to where I am, is I had selected this place because already there were many people engaging in the kind of activities and um, trying to experiment and actually be quite successful with the things that, that I value. And I would hope and encourage people around the world to not try to isolate themselves onto compounds, but to work with their neighbors and work with their friends and make new friends and work with the farmer's markets and work with others. Um, I, uh, I, I, I hinted at that I, I grew up in a more fundamentalist religion, which I um, famously left. And, um, but I, I never fully left the structure. I think that um, the, you know, the American ideal of the um, community, the religious community, as a parallel to the secular community, was not a bad idea. It's just been overly abused. 
and I see it everywhere. I see, um, I see in the black communities, I see in the Hispanic communities, I see in the white communities. Um, um, I spent time as a young man um, serving among Asian communities, and, and those communities centered around the temple. Um, and, and I think that there is a civic um, centering that has been lost for so many people. This is not, I am not in any way um, um, the advocate of any sort of religious um, um, philosophy. I'm just saying that there is a way to approach community um, that, that the religions had um, monopolized, which is one of the reasons that today I, I attend um, and am a member of the local Unitarian Universalist congregation um, because there I find a lot of people who are like-minded and that there is a sense of community. I'm not trying to get you all to, uh, to join. That's, uh, it speaks to some people, it doesn't to others, and that's fine. Um, but just saying there are ways to find community around you. And again, I hope that this podcast and this website and um, this thing we're engaging in in a public forum can help inspire others and help find the ones who I want to um, hitch my wagon to, to find the others who are willing to work with work with me and work with others to establish a new way to engage our communities and engage our lives um, in celebration, in tradition, in um, ritual, and most especially in food. All right. Again, I appreciate your time. You can uh, reach out and um, and contact me. Um, at, I'm at john at dabblerfarm.org. You can check out uh, the website at dabblerfarm.org. And I look forward to talking to you soon.